everyone, welcome to the final installment of Screamers, the Screeners Halloween Overlay. I'm your host, Cemetery. And I'm your other host, Rebuka. And today we are talking about the 1968 independent horror film, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, so we're coming to a close on the spooky, spooky month. And every year when we do it, when we close up on Halloween, we're going to do a classic kind of scary movie. So this time we're doing Night of the Living Dead because I love zombies. <laughs> As we, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned The Walking Dead on every episode so far. It's only episode six, but still. No, it sounds right. You know, I find a way. Life finds a way. So Night of the Living Dead is about a group of survivors who are trying to survive the night during some type of zombie outbreak, even though they never actually say the word zombie in the movie, in this abandoned farmhouse. So we start with Barbara and her brother Johnny, who does not make it to the farmhouse. <laughs> Rest in peace, King. Fly high. Um, who she then meets up with Ben who becomes the group's leader, and later on they meet the Cooper family, Harry, Helen, and Karen, which is a name that a child could have in 1968, (laughs) (laughs) as well as Tom and Judy, who are there as well. That's kind of all there's to say about them. That's really, yeah. Uh, And yeah, they basically try to survive the night and escape the house to get to a safe zone. By the end of it, they do not make it to the safe zone. Uh, Bad things befall all of them. (laughs) Most tragically, Ben who is the only one to survive the oh. night, and then he ends up getting shot by the rescue team because they think he's a zombie. Anyway, uh... It really give it away the ending. Sheriff McClellan, that was his name. All my homies hate Sheriff McClellan. And Vince. He was funny. Vince and Kyle. His name was Kyle <laughs> in 1968. I didn't know they were doing that. <laughs> I thought Kyle was invented in, like, the 90s. The sheriff was funny. I told them, though, because they had him do that interview on the TV. And they were like, oh, well, how do you think we should, you know, handle them? And he's like, I don't know. They're dead. They're like, oh, do they move fast? He's like, they're dead. They're so hard. So this movie did do a lot for the zombie genre. It brought zombies, zombie genre, zombie subgenre. Sure. Yeah. It kind of brought zombies to the forefront of pop culture and really solidified a lot of tropes like burning the bodies, uh, destroying the brain, destroys a zombie things like that and then it was kind of loosely based off the book i am legend which has all i know about that is that there are smart zombies in that which makes sense i saw that i think it was on imdb trivia <laughs> which i didn't know probably that's also oh i'm it's on a, it's also a will smith movie i was gonna say but it was a book anyway I was I hadn't seen this movie in a couple of years. I was very shocked in the beginning when Barbara's in the car and that zombie just straight up grabs a rock and breaks the back of the car. I was like, oh yeah, I guess they are smart in I Am Legend. That's the only thing I know about I Am Legend. Yeah, I was very confused. I was like, hey, how do you know how to grab the rock? Out here using so a that was... to break the car open. Like, okay, they don't they don't do that in the walk. No, that's simply Yeah. I didn't, well, I didn't have that one. They kind of do that in the first season, but they drop that very oh. quickly. So that's kind of a summary of the movie. Let's jump to the cast and credits. I'm sure simply because they're old, these people are important. The only one that matters to me is Dwayne Jones, who played Ben. Oh, yeah. He was great. He was very cool. He had a lot of influence over the character, it feels like, um, in terms of originally the character Ben was supposed to be like a, like a, a smart-ass truck driver. Excuse, excuse the language. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon your friend. The potty mouth. But... <laughs> After Dwayne Jones's uh, audition, George A. Romero was like, 
I'm going to change the character to fit this guy's demeanor because this guy is intelligent. He's calm and collected. This is what the character is going to be like now because this guy's performance was fantastic. Big deal. This movie was the first time a Black actor was cast as the hero of a horror movie. And one of the first influential times an important role was given to a Black actor when the script didn't call for one. That's pretty cool. That's pretty influential from this little zombie movie. They did it for 1968. Although Yeah, that's pretty big. uh, Dwayne Jones said... At least it was said, I think, in IMDb Trivia, he was concerned about certain scenes, like when he, as a Black man, hits Barbara, the character Barbara, who is a white yeah, woman. Yeah, I thought that, yeah. Uh, and then Jorge Romero, because he's a white guy, he was like, oh, it's fine. And then okay. later he was like, yeah, it probably wasn't fine. You probably should have listened to him. Oh, well. It's like, okay, at least yeah. we acknowledge that. Yeah, because I remember thinking that when I was watching it, like, for the time, I feel like that would have been a very controversial scene. Yeah. I remember, so the first time I saw this movie, they were replaying it in my local theater as like a Turner Classic Movies event. And the way that works, they have like the little, I'm Ben Mankiewicz and I'm going to do trivia with you. Like the little pre-show video. Mm -hmm. And I think that was one of the trivia questions because I feel like I knew that before rewatching it. But I'm also just like insane and I went home and I read everything I could about this movie. So, and then everybody else was in the movie as well. <laughs> they were there. Um, I know Judith O'Day played Barbara. I don't even know her name. Oh, yeah. and Carl Hardman, who played Harry Cooper, his daughter, Kyra, I forgot her last name. I think it's Sean now, or like, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like S-H-C-O-N. Either way, that's his daughter that played his daughter in the movie. Aww. And then bad things Dude. happen to her. So sorry, Queen. Horrible things happen to her. That was upsetting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he also, because it was an independent movie, they had like a budget of $114,000, which is a lot more money today, but still not a lot for a movie. It's eight hundred. It's roughly $847,400 today for a movie. Um, that means that everybody had multiple jobs. So like Carl Hardman was also a producer, makeup artist, sound effect engineer, and he took the horrible photos for the credits. The very sad photos. You want to talk about the very sad photos in the credits? Yeah, I do. Um, I also wanted to mention, just before we get there, um, so I guess because it's an independent film, I see I also did the IMDb trivia. Um, They said that George Romero actually got, like, basically no money from this. Yeah. Because all the profits went to the distributors. Well, that's also Um, why the title is in it's in the public domain the title yeah they didn't know how the copyright worked <laughs> and they didn't have the like, you hate to see it yeah but yeah. yeah the credits of this movie um I think because I saw it in theaters my dad and I were just like okay movie over and we walked out because they weren't doing public credit scenes because we mm-hmm. didn't live in uh Marvel society uh mm-hmm. yeah didn't see those until I watched it last night and then I literally I sat there and I watched the entirety of the credits <laughs> Yeah, I was going to, um, I watched it on HBO Max, I guess. And like, I was ready to click out of the screen, watch like Succession again or something. I don't know. But then I saw the pictures come up and I was like, oh, I got to sit here. I got to watch this whole thing. Because it reminded me a lot of uh, Jennifer's Body, which you haven't seen, right? No, I should, but I haven't. I'll see I him on like probably for this podcast. Yeah, we should definitely do it. Because I really liked it. I could see, you know, I don't know. 
but the credits um so in the movie we've got like megan fox amanda seyfried and then like you know megan fox chris rat jump scare see i know about the movie i just haven't watched it yet um i didn't know about the chris pratt jump scare and i got really scared like genuinely <laughs> um but yeah so mega fox gets going possessed. to get you rebecca scary <laughs> i don't like that man anymore um we've discussed we've discussed the chris we, we, we talked about um his if he's not gonna do i think he confirmed he's not gonna do an italian accent for mario the worst day of my life um this is the worst bones day we've ever had but yeah so at the end of the movie amanda Seyfried she gets like committed to a mental hospital because obviously her story is like insane and everybody thinks she's crazy blah 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 and also because she gets caught literally killing megan fox um so hate to see it. yeah you do hate to see it so she escapes from the mental hospital and she goes to kill the band um, that possessed Megan Fox in the first place. And the credits are literally just pictures of like the aftermath of the murder. So it's like everybody's like dead bodies and like stuff in like their hotel room and like all the blood on it. And it reminded me of that, how like they put his Ben's body, you know, they shot him and they put his body on the pile and, and now they're going to burn it. it. Yeah, that was upsetting. Yeah, the whole and I knew and I knew it was happening. I knew it was coming, and I was just so like I was getting sad <laughs> when the search team was showing up. I'm like, I know what you're gonna do. It's Not time to be for me to become more annoying because it reminded me of a very film bro movie, uh, The Departed. <laughs> um, my dad's going crazy right now. Yes, Departed. Um, yeah, this is the most film bro I get. Is this one? Yeah, I. <laughs> I've like tipped the edge into like super annoying territory, but um, you've also never seen that. But this time you won't because you don't want. Yeah, like, I'm. I have no need. I mean, we talked about Forrest Gump it's, last week. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's effectively just Dropkick Murphy's like vehicle for shipping up to Boston. Not really. I couldn't tell you anything that happens in the movie, but I think like matt damon plays like a mole in the massachusetts state police and then like leonardo dicaprio has to infiltrate jack nicholson's mob to find out who the mole is and then he finds out it's matt damon and then out of nowhere leonardo dicaprio gets killed and when i watched it i watched it with like a group of people and like those of us who hadn't seen the movie like audibly gasped because we didn't know what happened and it was like that that like you don't you think everything's gonna go well. You're rooting for this guy to, you know, get Matt Damon out of the Massachusetts State Police because he's evil, and now he's dead. And that's kind of what happened here. Yeah, we're you rooting, rooting for, for ben. ben. He's dead. He's the the only competent person there. He literally he went through all that for what? To die? Oh, to be yeah. killed? To be burned with all the zombies, with all the ghouls? I like how they call them ghouls on the news report. I thought it was fun. I actually really liked like all the news reports they did. I thought it was fun. I, it I was. So they had originally planned for because they didn't plan for them to be zombies originally. We're living dead. They planned for them. It was more that they planned it was going to be aliens. And it was either like aliens have possessed people or aliens have brought the dead back to life. And that's why they kept saying all the stuff like the the radiation from the, the radiation Venus mission. Uh, but they ended up cutting that plot out, but keeping it as like a theory in the movie. Although it's never confirmed that that's why zombies mm-hmm. happen. But I thought it was a valid theory. I was I was rolling with it. Very similar to The Walking Dead because that was the original plan for that. Mm-hmm. Is it was going to be zombies, and then they came, now they're coming out with Rick Grimes 2000, which is like 
a what if and then they bring my best friend Lori back just to kill her immediately anyway it's fine <laughs> it's fine all right, all right. They, no, I actually liked the, um, this, I don't know if it's technically a subplot, but like them explaining how the zombies and like treating it as like a developing news story. I thought it was fun and I liked that. I can't verbalize why I liked it. I just did. I just remember the first time I watched that movie because the, the guy in the background of the newscast, the other guy in the office who's just walking around moving papers or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I saw this movie, I was like, is he gonna zombify? Because he's moving a lot. And I think that was just a choice that an extra made. <laughs> I think they're just trying to get the, the, their steps in that day. Yeah, I was like, I think that was just somebody who was like, I'm going to be in the movie. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also liked that they kept saying that it was the eastern third of the country. They said that a I couple- liked the way they divided it, which was funny, because at one point on one of the news broadcasts, they're like, yeah, officials are reporting from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Miami? I was like, what? <laughs> Not Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Pennsylvania is the whole state. I, yeah, I was know like, places in the country this time. Like, they, um, ro- they mentioned once, they mentioned uh, Houston for like a second. Yeah, and Maryland at one point. Like, the yeah, most random they spots. To, they cut to D.C., and there's no zombies. They are just walking down the street. So to me, it feels like everywhere else is normal, except for like the the five places I mentioned. So like the entire state of Colorado is just vibing. Like they have no idea nothing, anything is wrong anywhere else, you know? Yeah. If you were in Pennsylvania at that time, you were screwed. So sorry. Or apparently or Maryland or Miami, you were screwed. Anywhere else, whatever. You're fine. fine. You're fine. Okay. If you cross from Pennsylvania to like New Jersey, you're good. You're chilling. Yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I don't unless know why you would want to do that, but like you're dead. Unless you're dead. And then you come back. Those are other fun parts about this movie. We're just transitioning into thoughts about the movie, which is fine. It's fine. Um, I mean, there's like no one to talk about. I'm sorry. Yeah, just it's just Dwayne Jones. Who I'm just gonna keep telling all my Walking Dead trivia, like spreading it yeah. like little breadcrumbs mm-hmm. throughout the throughout mm-hmm. the podcast. Um, Dwayne Jones, that's the actor who played Ben once again. There's a character in The Walking Dead who's the son of Morgan Jones named Dwayne Jones specifically for that actor. That's hashtag confirmed. That's why he's named that. There's other characters in The Walking Dead where in my little pea brain, I'm like, wait a minute, Robert. Robert Kirkman wrote it. Like, wait a minute, Robert. You, I know you like this movie. Like they mentioned Dr. Grimes at one point on the newscast. I'm like, mm-hmm. like Richard, right. Richard Grimes, the main character, Rick, like my bestie Rick. Okay. And then uh, Judith is the, the daughter of Laurie Grimes and possibly Rick Grimes, but <laughs> Judith O'Day. Um, Judith O'Day and Judy is the Judy, is yeah. girlfriend. And I'm like, Who's that? that's not confirmed, but Robert Kirkman did tweet out saying that he originally wanted to name The Walking Dead Night of the Living Dead because it's in the public domain. So, like, I think he's seen the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a safe bet. I think it's a safe bet that he enjoyed the movie. Um. There is one scene in particular that I did not like. So I'm going to preface this by stating the most controversial opinion someone covering this movie can have. I don't like zombies. I love zombies. I completely swarm this into the podcast. Yeah. Um, well, you picked not other teen movies, so I get to do No Living Death. Yeah. Um, I don't like zombies. 
because the idea of rotting flesh and dead people grosses me out. Um, you know what I mean? It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, you were just in the ground. I can't do it. But there's one specific scene where they're outside the house. I think they just blew up Tom and Judy. And they're going into the car to like pull their bodies apart to eat them. And it's silent except for the sound of zombies eating for yeah. a good 30 seconds to a minute. And it was um, it was like 11 in the morning when I watched this movie. Um, I was one coffee in. My stomach was not doing well best. Well, they show them like eating it at one point. It's yeah. like listening in the, the light. It was, and even I yeah, was, I was like, like this is this is yucky. I'll admit when it's yucky. I did like in that scene though, when they're going up to the truck trying to pull Tom and Judy's bodies out, they're like lining up. Like they're very polite zombies. <laughs> they're nobody's, smart. nobody's they're fighting. Better. They're like in line. Somebody's walking away with a whole foot and somebody else has like a sliver of mystery meat. And it's like, oh okay. What's so kind of them? Yeah, I'm like, okay, everybody's in line. Everybody's just having a good time. Yeah, it was mostly the um the intestines that got me. Um, something about that just yeah looked too much like real intestines, which I believe you said before we started recording that it might have been it might have yeah. been real animal guts. So I'm not gonna lie, I saw conflicting reports. I don't know if it means that in certain scenes it was this, in certain scenes it was that, but this is also the IMDb trivia that it was either the the guts that the zombies were eating were either ham, slathered in chocolate sauce, or real animal parts from a local butcher. And some of them, I believe the second, I believe the second theory, I believe that, like when they showed them eating, I don't even know what it was, why I said a sliver of mystery meat. It was like, I remember it was a female zombie in the corner and she had like a nightgown on and she was just chomping into something and it just looked like slimy. And I was like, all right, hey girl, don't do that. Yeah, that was gross. Um, another thing yeah. that bothered me, but not in the same way, so when they get to the house to like take refuge or whatever, somebody's already dead in there. Yes. <laughs> Why doesn't she become a zombie? Okay. I also, how did, she, did they just say? Okay. I don't think they did. Mm-hmm. I think so. When they show the the dead body, first of all, George Romero made that like little mannequin thing, and they used ping pong balls for eyes. Anyway, read that too. Like, but but she was like mutilated. Yeah, like her face is ripped off. Ripped off. Yeah, that was like. I don't know if they showed the rest of the body because the only the part that's burning in my brain is the face. So to me, I thought maybe there wasn't enough of a body left to reanimate. No, the did they they showed it a little bit. Yeah, they showed it kind of. Um, like there's definitely like a bottom half because I remember like Ben pulls it it away. No, that that part looked intact. If I remember. Okay. So I was like, okay. I, was, I, don't know, like, I was, was like interesting, but maybe she like fair. I don't know. If you're playing by, him, you have to destroy the brain rules, which we are. There are instances fair. in The Walking Dead specifically because now I'm playing oh, with rules and they have very similar rules. Um, some somebody gets their head cut off and then their mouth and eyes keep moving because they reanimated. So yeah, it's a fun mm-hmm. show. I like it. <laughs> I like the show. I like the comic. I'm specifically thinking about spoilers. I'm specifically thinking about Herschel's death when I read the show. This is my Florence Brown. <laughs> I'm like this is my territory. This is what I know about. Um, there was a really funny part though when they show when they show the face though, and they zoom in on it with that big like musical stick. Yeah. I laughed. 
Okay. I laughed. There's more where, and I'm looking at my notes. All I wrote was the girls are fighting. So I assume Harry and Ben are fighting. Probably. Watch the zombies outside. No music. Cricket noises. And then it cuts back. No music. It was just crickets. As they're fighting, like, yeah, no, no, I'm out there, blah, blah, blah. The girlies are just like standing. three, and they're just like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I remember that part. That part was funny. Um, yeah, I mean, there were definite moments where you could tell it was made not now. Um, just like with the acting, like I remember when, um, so like it opens that Barbara and her brother Johnny are at a graveyard to see their dad's grave, grandfather's grave. I don't their know about dad. That. It's their dad and their mom, yeah. I guess, is also sick because she can't make the drive to the graveyard. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Johnny's like already forgotten what the dad looks like, whatever. Well, um, the dad, I think he died when they were kids. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So that's where they see the zombie, which was funny because I don't know why they walked toward the random man walking in the cemetery, but like go off. And so she's running away from the zombie after it's gotten Johnny. And she just throws herself on the ground and just lays for a good, like, minute. Well, Helen oh. does the same thing when uh, her daughter, yeah. the zombified Karen, has her, um, whatever, like, a trowel, you know, whatever they're called. Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. Yeah, and she just, like, she oh, falls, God. and she just stays there for a full minute while her daughter's still walking towards oh. her with that. And I'm like, I get or the like shock the- of your kid dying and reanimating, but also, like, she's gonna get you, and she does. Girl move. Which I liked so the noises cool. that it made too. It sounded oh, yeah. like a knife going through like paper. It was funny. I was like, this is um, just like the witch 2015. Like they did it with Harry when he, he gets shot by Ben, which it, it was a choice. I don't know. Because they just heard you just heard the newest broadcast that was like, do not kill anyone. They will become a zombie, but we did it anyway. It's fine. Um so he shoots him and he falls back down the stairs and he kind of like lays on the stairs and like pushes himself up to like slide down the stairs. <laughs> it made me laugh. No, I like it. Um, I guess I understand why he went down to the cellar because he's like, I want to see my wife and my daughter, I guess. But it was just the way he he literally just been shot and he just keeps going. It was funny. It was funny. Um, the way also no one suspected that Karen might have been a been a zombie. Okay, no so one, here's the thing. No one thought that? Because I know they even explicitly say, like, they got she her. She got bit. Yeah. And, like, here's and like, the thing. Okay. This movie laid the groundwork for a lot of zombie tropes. I don't think it was the, oh, I hid my bite trope. Because, like, they do tell yeah. them explicitly, like, she got bitten by something. Yeah, but at that point, I would have been, like, get her out of the house. Literally. I, I, I would have been, been like, evil. Okay, we have to go kill that child. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I would have been horrible about it. I'm like, hey, could she move? And they're like, no. And I'll be like, great. She's dead. Yeah, like, all right. We're killing her. So well, that a- was, I didn't understand that. But like, maybe they were like, oh, she's a kid. Like, I don't know. I was like, whatever. Well, you do, what, I guess. She, instead, of, instead of just attacking her mom to eat her, she had beef with her mom. She, she, she killed her mom. Like, okay. She killed her dead. I thought like, we were right. just going to have a little snack. No? No. Was a brutal murder. Yeah, it's like okay. I like so. Um, I think it was her murder too. When like you like see the jump, you don't see like the blood spatter. You just see 
the switch from like no blood to like now there's blood all over her. I think it's funny. There was one but part. They came. I think it was it was Harry and Helen talking, and there's a very obvious jump cut where like at one point you can see a side profile of Harry, and then a second later you can only see the back of his head. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's I fun. I, here's the thing. I yeah, I like the jump cuts with uh, British loggers of the early 2010s. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess those were invented before Dan and Phil. Okay. I was just saying, it's going to I thought Dan and Phil invented that. I was Dan and Phil girly, but I knew exactly who you were talking about. They were the ones I watched. I know, like, Zoella and the rest of them were also watch. there. Didn't watch her, Somebody though, got but... me into PewDiePie. It and was his birthday didn't... today. I saw that on Famous Birthdays Twitter, and I was like, hmm. He's still out you there? You know what? He's a Scorpio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's 32, by the way. <laughs> I almost said that's old. That's not old, but like... It's old to, I don't be, know, for, to be a gaming YouTuber. I was I just going to say, for somebody whose big career is like gaming YouTuber, yeah, you're elderly. And, I, <laughs> and he's a white supremacist, I think. Yeah, no, he is. That's why okay. I was going to say. It didn't, my, my PewDiePie year did not age well. Yeah. I, that was pre-white supremacy, though. I was like 12. I don't know what that was. Yeah, it's fine. I personally was a Markiplier early. I don't think he did anything wrong. I just don't like his content anymore. Sorry, Bessie. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he's like the only good one out there now. Yeah, I don't think he did anything. Um, I just, sometimes you don't like things anymore. Sorry. Sometimes you grow out of Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I was never into that. I don't know. I was. I was. Middle school was such a rough time to be me. (laughs) To be anybody. (laughs) To be, yeah. Specifically us, though. Yeah. Oh, I also want to talk about back to Karen and Harry and the Coopers in general. Okay. There's a scene. It's like the first thing you see Karen and she's laying down. He just takes out a cigarette and starts smoking next to his sick, do- sick daughter. <laughs> I was like, I love the 60s. Oh, take me back. Um, speaking of the era, my favorite note is Judy is wearing pants. Because for some reason, I forgot that women wore pants in the 60s. This one's for society. Yeah, I was like, wow, she's making such strides. And I was like, I think they start wearing pants once in 20. I don't know. She wears pants, and then she doesn't have any other personality trait. And then she gets blown up. <laughs> they grow. Making, making a stance. Making a stance on pants. For women. Oh, if you want to talk about fashion, let's talk about Tom's little, little bangs. <laughs> I love Tom. I love his little lad haircut. He's got the half leg. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. He he looks like he needs some berries and cream. I hate to say it. Mommy wants to do the little mad dads. In terms of vibes, he reminded me of Fred from Scooby Doo. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just he seemed kind of dumb, just like a just like kind of a dummy. Yeah, could not tell you a single thing he did. I'm not gonna lie. I will say Fred from the original Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Because I know Fred gets a personality later, but I remember being a little kid watching the cartoon from the 60s and being like, okay, events did happen because they weren't really characters. <laughs> they certainly sure. Let's put on the next episode. <laughs> and that's what it felt like watching Tom on screen. Like, yep, that's him. He's there. He's there. Love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing I remember him doing was lighting himself on fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but because when they unlock the gas, he just throws it up in the air. <laughs> Yeah. Unlock it when Ben shoots it. <laughs> he just gets gas everywhere. It's fine. It's okay. It's not, but it's fine. Actually, you know what? Judy was kind of a girl boss because she did run out to try to be to help them. Yeah, I know she's a girl boss. 
maybe they are friend Daphne of this. Things don't go well. And I think that's beautiful. Oh, I also wanted to talk about, because you were talking about just like, oh my God, the 60s, haha. The punching sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like, uh, I mean, I guess I was also a 60s thing, the Batman TV show with uh, Adam West. Pow, bang. Yeah. We didn't even really talk about Johnny. He was fun. I liked him. Fly High King, as I, I said. Didn't. Before. I didn't. I didn't like him. He was just having fun. He was in a silly, goofy mood, and he had to die for it. He did have to die for it. Poor Barbara. She was scared. He was in a silly, goofy mood, and he paid the price. The ultimate price. It's life. And then his little driving gloves. Okay, I love the driving gloves. Like, he's, love he, had a, he had a, what's it called? Like, a sense of style. And then that's how he found out right. that he was there. Well, that was a fun call-out part for him to have. No, it was. It's, it's fashionable. That's good. Um, oh, actually, you know what I want to say about the credits, too? Now I'm just jumping around. Um, yeah. They didn't have, like, music. It was just funny noises. And that's fine. That's what happens when you have a very, very low budget. There was, like, some light music that was also kind of creepy. And then it was just, like, the sounds of them dragging bodies <laughs> to be burned. It's like, okay, thanks. I, don't, I, I mean, I kind of like that in a sense. Because I think oh, I the liked ending it. This was is genuine. So jarring okay yeah um yeah because the ending was so jarring that you just kind of gotta like sit there think about it deal with the consequences of your own actions or whatever this movie was proclaimed too gory this was also came out i think it came out like right before we had the rating system in the united states yeah like a month before yeah um i love that like november 1st I'm not like a big silent movie person. I've only seen one silent movie in my life. It's the 1927 adaptation of The Scarlet Letter. Mm -hmm. But that came out. I love movies that come out before like a rating system kind of thing. Like that movie came out pre-Hays Code. You know know the Hays Code? Is that the decency one? Yeah, that's like the really early version where they're like, no kissing, no gay people ever unless they die (laughs) perfectly. Like things like that. It's like in that movie, they showed showed Hester and Dimsdale smooching a little bit they smooch oh. that's not legal you can do that no haze code though they can do whatever they want and then this came out before the rating system which isn't so like restricting but i thought it was yeah. fun that it was like okay we're gonna get as much chocolate sauce as humanly possible into this film and then it's too gory okay i did check though because i remember hbo max gave it a rating it was rated mature adult but like tv mature adult you know the yeah. ma or whatever just for violence not like you know it was yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, like, the kiss though. There was one kiss in it. Ooh. Bad. I didn't yeah, like the it, music they had in the background. I thought that was gonna be a whole thing. And I was like, not not during the apocalypse. We have to stop. Well, anything I've learned from The Walking Dead, that is when people at their horniest when the world has ended. <laughs> I said before, we I get it. it. I mean I get it. Judith I'm might there. be Rick's kid, might be somebody else's kid. That's just being that's the apocalypse. Things happen. Baby. Anyway, I wanted to talk about that being too gory because it reminded me of, you know, Snow White, my bestie Snow White in the 1937 Disney movie. You're her only bestie, yeah. Yeah, I'm her only living bestie. <laughs> I thought movie was banned yeah. in Italy when it first came out because it was too scary. Oh, yeah, the 1990 remake of this is banned in Germany, I think. Hate to see it. Which is fun. I think it's also because of gore. But like... like, it's whatever. Oh, yeah, it's blood and gore. Yeah. Blood and gore, top two things in zombie movies. I, don't know, I think yeah, it can make... love to see it. Okay. I don't think this movie is like particularly scary. I think it's fun and I like it. It's a very 
important piece of uh, like pop culture history. I don't mm. think it's scary. No, I I think it would have been if we were doing this in the sixties, we would have been terrified. Podcast but like, 60s. I don't know. Um, I don't want to live in the sixties. First of all, and second of all, we just we have way scarier movies. Like I just watched um, *Malignant*. Yeah, that's the word. Um, two weeks ago, that was terrifying. That was like way scarier than this. It was good. I yeah, you were it. like, "Oh, it's so good," and then uh, you were like, "But they just took it off." Sorry, that they literally sense. took it off the day after. I was like, "Oh, okay." That was so good because it was like um, it catered to me and me specifically, somebody who's been trying to like get over her fear of scary movies, but then like the scary part was like some medical thing. And I was like, oh, they, they made this for me actually. Cause like no one else, like everybody explained it to looked at me like I was insane. And I'm like, no, no, no you don't understand. Like that's so cool. On a somewhat related note, uh, this is only important to us, but I'm going to say it on the pod anyway, as an announcement. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is on Peacock. I didn't know that the movie. I'm not watching that. God bless. I loved that movie. And I was like, wait, I can watch it? I know and- you did. I sat there with my hands over my eyes with like the little spaces yeah i made you see that movie with me and we immediately went to uh our now defunct local bookstore and i showed you (laughs) the books and i almost bought them but i didn't i was so sad about that i know you have any housewives had book signings there several i think so many a lot i mean the housewives in new jersey probably frequented that like crazy my mom met tori spelling there and then I think she told her daughter, she told her that her daughter, me, was also named Tori. That's not why I'm called that, but, you know. It would not have to herself. What did Tori Spelling have to say about that? What'd she have to say about you being named Tori? I have no idea. I think I was like six when that happened. <laughs> My takeaway from that was like, hmm, another person named Tori. Interesting. That now you got to like, fight her for dominance or whatever. Exactly. I was like, wow, there's another person named Tori in the world? Because <laughs> I'm six. There can't I only be. know like 10 people. <laughs> Whoa. So I think the Kardashians did stuff there. That's insane. They shouldn't they're not allowed near me. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be okay. that shouldn't be legal. We were probably like six when that happened too, but like okay. But, so they shouldn't be allowed there. Absolutely not. Oh wait, you know what I wanted to say too about fashion? Because we talked about that briefly with Judy's pants. Okay, love how this was a Kardashian segue. So I'm excited no, to see where this goes. Apparently a segue. I just saw that I wrote girl boss, girl boss Barbara on my notes. And I was like, wait. Um, so Barbara wears this trench coat like the entire time. Oh, it's so cute. Until my cousin has a trench coat that looks exactly like that. And I made fun of her when she wore it to our other cousin's communion. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> you was, gotta walk back now. We were like 10 and 11 when this happened. But I remember it very vividly because my grandma has a picture of all of us in front of the church. And she looks insane because she's just wearing a giant trench coat. Anyway. <laughs> like 10 yeah so barbara finally takes off the trench coat while she's like sitting on the couch and i was like she looks like she like wow she looks like the 1960s like with her hair done up in the little dress like i realize it's 1968 but that's when i saw her i was like like, wow it's 1968 (laughs) this is a party city costume of the 60s (laughs) wow they really are it was really the hair it was that got me i was like oh i was like oh people actually like i know people dress like that but, like, people dress like that. Yeah, like, for real. That was a real outfit. 
Like, okay. I mean, I would dress like that. But we, can, we can now oh, purchase Jesus. for like $39.99 at your local at, Party City. At Party City. If you go to Party City, don't try on the wigs. <laughs> That's right. Oh, someone who worked there during the Halloween season, um, people just, they put them on, they throw them on the floor, and then the people who work there, the 17-year-olds that work there, take them to the back. <gasps> lightly brush off whatever dirt was there stick it back in the bag put it back on the shelf okay i wasn't like a big wig person but now i'm like a anti-wig person i guess yeah yeah bad time yeah. also people would just kick them like under like the way party city hack i do not re- i don't represent the company i feel like i have to say that <laughs> my opinions do not reflect those of my employer for actual I mean, I haven't worked there in three years, but still. Um, the way our party city worked, it was the shelves in the aisles. There was like a gap between the floor and the bottom of the like shelf. Yeah. People yeah. in the wig aisle would take the wig out, try it on, throw it on the floor, kick it under the shelf. For who? Why? I know you tried it on. I see the empty bags. You're not allowed to try them on. I'm like, I yeah. know you did it. I'm not going to yell at you. I'd like to, but I'm not going to because I'm scared of people. I'm a 17-year-old. And it's my first retail job. I'm very scared. <laughs> but, like, why are you making my life harder? I'm 17 years old. It's 9 o'clock on a school night. Why are you making my life harder? Anyway, they're trying the wigs to Party City. <laughs> don't buy, don't buy the wigs to Party City. I had to go there over the summer. And I was like, oh, my God. We used to work here. And everyone was like, cool. <laughs> we went there yeah. once. We did. I went there once when you were working. I didn't know you were working at the time, though. I was like, oh, hi. We went there to to get wigs for a school project. Yeah, ironically, we got wigs. But it's fine. It was like like May. Nobody was trying on the wigs and throwing them on the floor. That's a Halloween season activity. Yeah, and thank God that school project has been lost to the winds of time. Yeah, we didn't even have to present it because we... We were seniors and they had like, was it like Italian ices or something for us? Yeah. 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 And so it got like cut out early, which like in hindsight, that was a win for I us. Don't know it's still, we it wasn't a win in hindsight. It was a win at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we were doing though the day we made it. Then we were like, yeah, we could totally like present this to people. No, we were like, it was bad. Happen. I did a lot of, I had a lot of embarrassing projects the final month of senior year. Okay. Well, that's what the final month is for. So it's fine. It was me being like, well, see you never. And then I was back in less than a year to do observations for my degree, for my college degree. <laughs> so. But I, don't, I didn't observe so there. I'm not observing that this year. So it's fine. See you, see you never. I'll probably be back at some point. <laughs> yeah. You live very close to it. But. Hate to see it. Well, I thought I was going to be a doctor <laughs> when we were buying ways in Party City. And then I was like, this is hard and I don't want to do it. And then I cried in my car about the thought of not taking an English class again. <laughs> So, like, I think I'm where I'm supposed to be in terms of being technically an English major. I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're crying about no English, then, yeah, I think we made, the, we made a good career choice. No more books, just bones. <laughs> it's all bones. It's all bones. It's not all bones, yeah. <laughs> we just learned about osteoporosis when I class. Oh you have holes in your bones, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> New holes just struck. <laughs> they're in your bones i just remember i don't know not to talk that this is, this is a podcast about our high school experience and high school <laughs> this was like the funniest thing in the world i don't remember why but i remember that being 
a joke. No, I remember it too because I thought of it. I think we did the bones unit in my physiology class like two weeks ago, and I remember just like dying in the back of the classroom. <laughs> he said osteoporosis, <laughs> and I'm like it's not funny, but I know like it was, and I can't. We only ever learn about it in like health class, so I guess something happened because that class was a joke. Like, let's be honest; yeah. no one ever took their health class seriously. We watched Inside um, Out in my health class. You really? <laughs> yeah, because you're talking about emotional health. <laughs> so like, this is how well we were supposed to do have an imaginary friend okay so we we're supposed to do a unit on it but we had we had the cool gym teacher as our health teacher and one mm. of the the popular 10th graders i think i was in 11th grade at the time like one of the popular 10th graders was like what if we watched inside out instead and he let us because that's how the cool gym teacher works they let the popular kids do whatever they want <laughs> and i'm like i don't know about i mean i'm fine with it but um, do we have to write about? We had to write about it though. That was involving. Oh, a sobering, about, sobering effect. Did you just have to like summarize the? That's horrible. Okay, I don't like it. I just remember him being like, "Oh, it's gonna be on the midterm," and then the question it was like, I don't know, like how did Riley? Uh, how did Riley? <laughs> He's like, how did Riley's emotions deal with her, uh, moving? And wh- what was a healthy way to cope that she could have used? Something like that. And I'm like, all right. This is, a, this is a summative assessment of the class. <laughs> to use terminology from my education classes, that was a summative assessment. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I think I've taken one English class in my entire college career. Maybe two. Maybe two by the time I do that minor. So. I'm, I'm currently enrolled in four this semester. And I'm taking like six science classes. I'm taking one science class next semester. The grind never stops. I'm minoring in biology, which is fun because most Who knows of my, what friends, my minor is. Most of my friends are education majors or English majors, and they're like, oh, why? When I say that. Because it's fun. I'm like, oh, I'm minoring in biology. And the, and the first reaction is, why? <laughs> I'm like, it's fun. I want to get a job one day. I like the cell. I like biology. Now, this is just a tangent. You tangent. Will- I'm in an education class right now where it's a mix of concentrations. So it's people, you, oh. you, know, you pay concentration for what you want to teach. Uh, so yeah. it's all the same grade level though. We're all doing seventh, 12th grade. Um, oh. So you've got English, a lot of math people, one earth science person. I think she's literally the only person in her major. <laughs> she's also very oh. sweet. And then a couple bio people. And every time we have to do a sample lesson, they always talk about cells and mitosis. The only thing those people talk about biology. That's it. It's the only thing you learn. I'm, I'm really bad at <laughs> cell division. That's the only thing. Every time we do a sample lesson, I at least try to mix it up because I do have my little topics I like in English, like at Scarlet Letter and Nathaniel Hawthorne. Yeah. Yeah. I try to mix it up. Like I talked about Romeo and Juliet a couple weeks ago. It's all mitosis with these people, not even meiosis. I don't like meiosis. No gametes. I don't like the gametes. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand that. Everyone just heard me say how much I love biology. This is a contradictory podcast. I don't like meiosis. Here's the thing. I was, I took genetics last fall, fall of 2020. And it was not like hard math. It was mostly probability math. It destroyed mm-hmm. I can't do probability. Listen, things will happen. That's it. I don't know when. I don't know how. Things will happen. Yeah, I'm in genetics right now. And we have a quiz on Tuesday. This is recorded on a Sunday. So 
Thoughts and prayers for me. On the day this drops. On the day this drops. On the day this drops. I have a quiz. And it's on like linkage. And you have to do the recombination frequency. Which like isn't like super hard. I'm just like. It recombines man. Do you talk about fruit flies? This is just a a conversation we're having. Fruit flies? Drosophila? Yeah. It's that. not, we're, we didn't talk about Drosophila, but we're talking about Drosophila in Devio. Oh, sorry. I'm, sorry, I'm spoiling it for you. No, I'm very much aware of Drosophila, but I have to know, like, all, like, ugh, what is it called? The morphogens, like the bicoid and the nanos. And, but I did that in, like, cell bio, so I'm just, everything, like, repeats. See, I, don't, I don't know what English does, but, like, biology just repeats. So that's in English... <laughs> I read last semester in my American literature since the Civil War, so it's the 1860s to today. I read the poem Richard Hory by, um, is it Edward Arlington Robinson? Something like that. Uh, anyway, read that class last week in my intro to literature class, which I have to take as a junior for some reason. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, we've had a lot of repeats. I'm taking an American Rebels class this semester, which sounds really bad out of context with the way people use the word rebels. It's not. It, we talk about literature of the feminist movement, the gay rights movement, and the black liberation movement in that class. And we- So like the good rebels. Yeah, the good rebels. But we've talked about, we did, we're doing Howl by Allen Ginsberg, which we did in the last class, last semester. We <laughs> did The Awakening by Kate Chopin and a couple of her short stories, which we did last semester. Oh, and I love Kate Chopin. Love Kate Chopin. I talk about her forever. I read The Awakening over the summer for funsies, and then we read it in this class. Um, and after finishing it, I was like, oh, is there a good movie adaptation of this? And I can only find one movie adaptation. I don't remember the title of it because it wasn't called The Awakening. And I was like, mm, oh. if it's not called the thing that the book is called, I think that's already a mark against it's it. It's not going to be, yeah. It's just, okay. Red flag. Anyway, should it's we like get that in? one. Oh, okay. oh. I was going to say, it was just like that one meme, you know, the one with the two astronauts and it's like the guy and it's looking at the earth and it's like, it's always been like cells or it's always been Allen Ginsberg, always has been. It just repeats. If you ever read How by Allen Ginsberg, it is, uh, it's genuinely a very important piece of literature in the gay rights movement, but also it's very funny to hear your middle-aged professor read out loud to you. So if you want to read it, just picture a middle-aged man reading it to you. But you guys read it out loud? Not always, but if he wants us to do specific, pa- like he'll pull out specific passages. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, okay, like, yeah. Okay. Analyze this part. If he wants us to analyze specific part, he'll read it out loud. Yeah. I thought y'all were That's- sitting there like, all right, everybody open like what you do and like when we read like whatever like I don't know Canterbury Tales in like AP Lit and we all sat there while she read to us like the Knight's Tale or whatever yeah no the professor he expects you to have it read and I usually do sometimes I don't sorry sorry bestie <laughs> usually I do and then he'll be I like have okay, one class with readings <laughs> he's like I want you to look at this passage on page uh 418 to 419 and then he'll read it out loud. And I was like, okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you, Bestie. Thank you. Also, read other books. Okay. It's the book of all time. I really enjoyed it. It's no Scarlet Letter, but I liked it. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, this is your territory. Okay, so we're going to do our movie-specific bit. We have one every week. So this week, what we've decided to do, we've covered five movies before this, which give you a refresher. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Found another teen movie. Haunted Mansion, Hocus Pocus, and Freaky. So those are the five movies you covered already. So what I did is I came up with like five common roles that are like in zombie apocalypse media within a group. 
and we picked a person from each of those movies to fill that role on like our quote-unquote dream team this is not a dream team this is a very dysfunctional no these are very bad teams and then we're going to talk about how long we think this group would survive so the five positions i've thought of were the leader like the, the Ben, mm-hmm. uh, the medic, which they didn't really have a medic in this movie, but usually they have somebody who was like, I was a veterinarian and now I'm going to do people surgery. Well, he was like, I did horse surgery so I can remove a bullet from your child. Anyway. Yeah, totally. Fine. Uh, the comic relief kind of character where I don't think there was much comic relief in this one. It was very sad, but like like Glenn in The Walking Dead, who's kind of like that in the beginning. Uh, the guy who hides sure. his light, everybody knows this one. I guess you can kind of make the case for Karen. And then the zombie sympathizer. I've noticed in media, there's usually a character who's like, we have to find a cure, or uh, they were people too, or they're people too. So who we think would be like that? There's a derogatory term, the sympathizer. <laughs> like they're not people, they're trying to eat you. Anyway, so I guess I'll start because... I came up with it. <laughs> yeah. So I have, okay, I have two different combinations. So I'm going to go with my first combination. Okay, I only have one combination. <laughs> because, well, the two different combinations are only I switched movies for some of the roles. But okay. for, for the group leader, already controversial, Megan from The Haunted Mansion, that's the daughter, the child daughter. Oh, no, that's valid. I did consider her. Okay. She that's gets valid. things done. And she's not afraid to get in there. Like she has to dive in the catacombs. To get the key for the haunted mansion. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, so that's valid. I feel, like, that's I feel like she'd be a fearless leader. Um, for the medic, I picked Mary Sanderson for Hocus Pocus. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when she's a witch, so I feel like she kind of has some like herbal medicine knowledge. Like she'd probably be like, yes, yeah. eat this leaf so you're not nauseous anymore. And she was the most like caring out of the three of them. Like she was always trying to calm Winifred down. And I think out of the three mm-hmm. Sanderson sisters, I trust her the most. I trust, if I had to trust one of them with my life, it would be her. That's fair. So the comic relief, uh, I got Reggie Ray from another team movie. Solely because I don't remember anything about him. I just remember that we liked him. <laughs> the pig and the blonde. It's funny. That's right. He's fun. He's funny. So the guy who I think would hide his bite, Scott Pilgrim, 100%. 100% Scott Pilgrim. He was like, he was like my number two consideration for that. I'm like, he would. Because he's a little, he's a little coward. And then for the zombie little sympathizer, rat. so this character, I don't think she would try to find a cure. I think she'd be like, "Hey, we're all people." Anyway, Millie's mom from Freaky. I don't remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ca- Carol. Question Maybe Carol's not the character. Well, good, but I don't want to get into that right now. Oh, Maybe it was. Well, what's that? Um. Anyway, the things I switched is so if I were to redo it, as my second choices. Mm-hmm. Instead of Megan for the leader from the Haunted Mansion, I would have picked Kim from Scott Pilgrim because I feel like she's the most confident person in that film. She was the drummer. Mm-hmm. And then instead of having Scott yeah, hide his bite, I would have picked Ramsley from the Haunted Mansion. But not in like a, oh, I'm a coward way. In the, it would be more in, in a, um, I want to cause as much conflict as humanly possible. Way. Yes. Because <laughs> he's a Scorpio man. He's a Scorpio man like PewDiePie. <laughs> um... Okay, okay, my, my list is not good. Um, I think what I unintentionally went for is the worst team ever assembled. So starting off extremely, extremely weak with our leader. <laughs> I went with Allison from Hocus Pocus. 
okay she's a girl boss she's a girl i thought she would if because if i had to pick a competent person in that movie who wasn't like the six-year-old it's her because she no because she got she got the salt she was ready to go she i trust her you know i I was a literal child I mean, my other option, I had a, I had a mind where I was like, what if this is a group that causes as much chaos as possible? And my original, original thought was Winifred's <laughs> it's the leader. She, no, I thought about that. Um, so my medic, I actually went with Millie on Possessed Millie um, from Freaky. I don't know. I just, I get vibes that she would want to like help my thing is solely based on vibes. I have no discrimination. <laughs> um, no, I just feel like she has helpful energy. Like, I think she would want to help. And I think the best way she could do it is by putting band-aids on people, you know? Yeah, she's got um, Yeah, it's not that hard. There's no, bu- there's not really any bullets going on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I think in this context of, if we're assuming it's like the same scenario. Yeah, we're in a farmhouse, we're being surrounded. Yeah, that's the route I took, and I didn't really think she would have much to do, so. Um, our zombie sympathizer, I went with Sarah Evers from The Haunted Mansion. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because she was, like, completely oblivious to the whole thing. She's like, oh, like, you loved Elizabeth, and, like, that's so beautiful, and, like, look at this pretty dress, and look at this fireplace, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah she's, they're she's all people, too. There's a... There's still a yeah. soul in there. Girl, there's not. They died. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she, like, said that. <laughs> like, yeah, see? You told me that, I would believe it. Um, The one who hides the bite, I went with Jamie's brother from Not Another Teen Movie, Mitch she, Briggs. Yeah, that fits, too. I think he and Scott Pilgrim <gasps> are very similar. I think they're both Exactly, extremely movies. derogatory. Exactly, it's a rat. Like, yeah, he's not helpful he's not contributing positively at all and I think like also just like the vibes of his character he's got something to prove you know what I mean so if he gets bit he's gonna act like he has it he's gonna like walk it off he's gonna be like oh I'm fine you know what I mean it's just and, a like, he's gotta prove okay. that he's... yeah exactly he's gotta prove he's a big tough guy and now he's a zombie and he's killed everybody in the thing yeah great now what and our comic relief is uh Wallace from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about, I was like, where would he fix? I wanted to put him in this, but. I I'm almost like, no. put him as a leader. And then I was like, no. I thought about it too. He would want to watch, he would want to watch the world burn. And I was yeah. like, we can't have that. We can't have that. Yeah, I wanted to get him think he deserved- but Scott is just, he's a little whiny baby. Yeah, he's a rat. You know, I think he's him. very similar to Jamie's brother where he would also be like, what, mm-hmm. maybe don't worry, I'm fine. Me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The little brat man? I'm okay. Exactly. So how long do you think your group is going to last? Um, I have kind of, I have some faith in my group. I don't think all of us are going to stay intact, but I think it'll, I think it would be like, maybe like two or three months before we're all dead. Yeah. Um, I jokingly wrote down two hours, but now that I'm thinking like practically, if we're in the same situation, as the night of the living dead which i'm assuming we are yeah i just think yeah we, i think we get out of the house that night and then we can make it out i think this group could be okay yeah i think we might be okay i think i think the biggest obstacle is the getting out of the house i think scott pilgrim and mm-hmm. millie's mom get sacrificed personally in my group not even like i was gonna say 
like they don't need to be sacrificed i just don't want them with us <laughs> they get put no i was gonna say i think sarah and mitch die on the way out yeah so i think they respectively have like two or three hours of living left everybody else though i think they're good for a few months yeah yeah i think i think we'll be okay i think we'll make it to the safe house and the safe house turns out not to be safe we'll be fine on the road yeah we're good I mean, we yeah. have a literal child, but like she's fine. She can handle herself. She's fine. She's great. I think it's we fine. also. It's just, I think we have three of us. Pig. I think they're a package deal. I want the pig with us. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. So should we move on to zodiac signs? Back to the movie. Yes, we we're should. About. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Zodiac signs. Uh. First on my list is Ben. Yeah. So the first on my list is Ben too. What do you have ben. For ben? I said he's a Virgo. I said he was a Capricorn. <laughs> okay he's an earth sign man well i didn't want to say he was a virgo because yeah. i didn't want to be like me i'm i'm the best i'm the leader although i do firmly believe rick grimes is a virgo but <laughs> that's a pointed statement <laughs> but i'm like um i think virgo or capricorn works i don't think that man is a taurus <laughs> no i don't but know yeah, I, why do you think he's a virgo i thought he was competent um I have a very weird complex where I'm a ride or die for Virgo men, despite everything. Yeah. Normally. I don't know. I trusted him. Not him. He's the exception. Only exception. Just like, that's what Paramore was talking about. Just like Paramore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I just thought he was confident. See, same thing with, that's why I thought Capricorn. So, like, he's competent. Yeah. He's calm. He's collected. Uh, so next, I have Barbara. I also have Barbara Knox. Hopefully I know what you want uh, What'd you put? Yeah, you know I want to say because I told you already. Oh, did she? Okay. You said somebody was the Zodiac sign. I know you said it was Barbara specifically, but like, do you think she's Libra? I said Libra because she didn't do anything. Okay, I said Taurus. <laughs> well, I had my reason. I said Taurus slash Virgo because here's the thing. Oh? I get her personality in the beginning of the movie when she's telling Johnny, like, stop. Right. You're ignorant. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Um, And then she shuts down completely. <laughs> So she I'm was joking. in shock. In her defense, she was in shock. Well, here's the thing. Um, people think Barbara's annoying. I don't think she's annoying. I think we're just mean to women. Her brother dies in front of her. Well, not really in front of her, but he, her brother dies, right? After they're going to the cemetery to, to visit their dad's grave. Mm-hmm. While, while their mom can't come because she's either too old or too sick to come with them. There's a lot of loss in this woman's life, okay? She finally snaps. Okay. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. So I thought I was like, oh, Taurus, because of the way she was acting when he was being like an annoying brother to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, usually people will be like, oh, you're so stupid. Who's saying, oh, you're ignorant or signs are? She's not a Capricorn, though. She's not that collected. I just don't know troll about her. So I liked her. I have Harry. Okay. What do you have for Harry? Yeah. I have Harry. I had him as an Aries. So did I. Yeah, he thinks he's a leader, but he's not. Exactly, exactly. This is Aries man slander. I also put him as a Taurus, just in a derogatory way. I think. Okay. Taurus, no, that fits. That fits. I don't remember I, why I said he was a Taurus, though. I didn't write down why. No, no, no. It's the same reason. It's the same reason. Thinks he's a leader. He's not. You could never exactly. be Capricorn. No. Okay. So next, you want to do Helen, just to get the couple out I of the do- way. Yeah, I have Helen next anyway. Okay. Um, I said that she's either a Cancer or a Pisces, oh, just because okay. literally, 
literally all I remember about her, I'm sure she did something else. All I remember about her is that she was always talking about her kid. She was like, oh, you know, my baby is sick and my baby is in the basement and my baby, my baby. I I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to associate a group of signs with a mother, like maternal instinct, it's water signs. She's Um, just not a Scorpio. Not Scorpio. Not Scorpio. They have no parental instincts. God bless. Okay. So I I said she was an Aries or a Leo based on her her argument okay. to Harry. Because mm-hmm. she does assert herself a lot. Mm-hmm. The point where I was like, the girls are fighting Aries on Aries violence. When I, I, could, I could see that, yeah. When she was, uh, could, when they were fighting about whether or not to be in the cellar mm-hmm. or upstairs. And then uh, I think somebody said, oh, Tom calls down to them saying that Ben found a TV. And she's like, we're going upstairs. We're going upstairs. They have a TV. They have communication up there. And I'm like, okay. She's well, valid. She's starting herself. It could be like Leo's son, Cancer Rising or something. Yeah, I could see her as a water sign too. I didn't even think about her. Honestly, not gonna lie, I didn't think about I didn't think about her daughter that much at all beyond her. I am a water sign. (laughs) So that's all I think about. Like I immediately after the movie ended, the only thought I had about her daughter was um, oh, she killed her mom. That's it. Get him. So do you have next? Okay, who do you have next? Oh, okay. <laughs> I have Tom I next. Have Tom next. Oh, yay! Good for us. Okay, what did you say okay. for Tom? What did you say? I said a Taurus because I don't know what that man did. I said he was a cancer. Really he was, was like, nice. Shut up! <laughs> what do you mean? No, because he was nice. Because he cared about you. Oh, nice, and you're not. That's a you out like that. <laughs> Cancers in general are nice. I was like, he's nice. He oh, cares about the rest of the group because he calls down to them to be like, we got a TV. He cares about Judy. He just wants to keep her safe. Now, he does accidentally like them both on fire. But he's <laughs> just trying to keep her safe. Also, I didn't, we didn't talk about it before. I already said the word today on the podcast, so I don't care. Um, His ass. There's like one scene <laughs> where he turned around and it was just a full bubble butt. And I was like, okay, King, go off. Are you implying? Well, I'll you heard your ass. first cancers are <laughs> cancers are double cheeked. Not only like he's there's literally an apocalypse going on, and like this man is double cheeked up in the farmhouse. And for what? <laughs> <laughs> for who? For Harry? Cancers are sick. Okay. Anyway, I wanted to mention that earlier, and I forgot until now. And I was like, hold on, I'm gonna talk about my King Tom. I think I like Tom. Yeah, I don't know what he did. <laughs> Because have a great ass and light himself on fire. <laughs> Which is not a tourist trait. The second part is, but like whatever. Uh he's a himbo. Okay, that's not tourist. Um no, he's a cancer. That's on you. Yeah, that's on me for not paying enough attention. That's part of the movie where I like zoned out is kind of anything Tom did. I don't know why, I just like did. His bang, I was transfixed on his bangs. I couldn't <laughs> Okay, so finally we have Johnny. Okay, yeah. Um, I said he was a Leo. I said he was a Sagittarius. <laughs> okay, valid. I mean, it's probably for the same like logic. He thought he's yeah. funny. I was like, he likes to have fun. I'm sure he would like to party. A man, yeah. a man wearing driving gloves. He likes to party. He doesn't want to do the six hours there, six hours back trip because he has parties to get to. <laughs> I don't know about Sagittarius. I don't think he has the depth to write all too well. 
but that's another trait of Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> what Sagittarius women? I don't know what Sagittarius men are up to these days. Well, I think, I think Taylor Swift is a Capricorn moon. She's, is it her? There's a, no, there's she's a, a Cancer whole, moon. Oh, there's a whole load of artists that are Capricorn moons. I know Phoebe Bridges and it's here, two of them. <laughs> Stop, is she, are they really? I think so, yeah. Look at that. Look at the represent, representation we have. Wow. Well, stars, they're just like us. <laughs> they have Capricorn moons. Oh, wait, Freddie Mercury is also a Capricorn moon. And he's a Virgo sun. Okay, so she must be. Okay. Uh, a song for all the Capricorn moons out there would be Tequila Shots by Kid Cudi, according to the Lexington line. Like, okay. Are you serious? That's what it's. Okay. <laughs> is he a Capricorn that. moon? I don't know. I just Googled singers with Capricorn moons, and that came up as well. Uh, Frank Ocean and Amy Winehouse are also Capricorn moons. Uh, like everybody else, back off. <laughs> yeah, everyone shut up. Capricorn moons are the best. We have Frank Ocean and Phoebe Bridgers. Who do you have? Nothing. Yeah, except for Cancer moons. All you have is Taylor Swift. Except for Cancer okay. moons. You guys are valid. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It's a win. It took um, like 10 of our artists. So I think that's it because... Nobody, Karen didn't yeah. do anything except die. <laughs> same, same was for Judy. And eat her parents. Good for her. That's a girl boss move. <laughs> Hate to say it. Girl boss. Um, I really like this movie. What would you rate this movie? I would rate it like a high seven, eight. Like it was that, really good. That's what I said. Seven and a half, eight. Yeah, no, it was solid. I mean, yeah, I think like the parts we talked about as us like having critiques of it wasn't like big enough stuff to really distract from the movie as a whole and i mean like you get what you get with independent movies you know what i mean especially you don't have the funding right yeah Yeah, i I think it holds up it's a pretty like monumental movie in terms of like horror in general like horror pop culture and then also like you know in terms of representation with uh Ben being played by a black mm-hmm. actor, even though it wasn't called, it didn't have to be a black actor, and he was like a nice, intelligent, competent man, like he wasn't a bunch of stereotypes. So, yeah, I also gave it like a seven. Oh, sorry, I said a 7.5 or an eight. I'd probably say an eight, and I think I'd knock off a 7.5 actually. Take a hard stand to say it's an eight out of ten for me. Yeah, <laughs> so what's on the docket for next month? Our theme, do you remember? Because we picked these movies. <laughs> a month ago is it the books it's movies based off books month <laughs> yay I was we did it everybody i literally don't even know <laughs> um i can think of a couple of them off the top of my head but they're uh i don't know what order they're in but i don't want to spoil it. um this is just now here's the time where i get to dump all the trivia i didn't get to say the so now the living dead is an hour and 36 minutes right mm-hmm so it's almost a tight 90, 96. That's good. Um, originally, Romero wanted to make it uh, 10 minutes longer, and the distributors told him he had to cut it because that was too long. It's only an hour 46. Good. Um, how, let's play a fun game. Guess how long Dune is. <laughs> how long do you think the new Dune movie is? Oh, 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 I looked this up because I was supposed to go see it today. Um, it's almost three hours, right? It's like just under. Oh, when I looked it up yesterday, I said two hours, 35 minutes. Yeah, that's close enough. Okay. Um, I think he could have had 10 more minutes of zombies if he wanted to. They should have let him. No, they should have. Let, let George have his zombies, please. Tight 90. I'm a big fan of the tight 90. I like I like seeing the dead walk the earth. I love flesh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love rotting. I love the smell of rotting flesh in the morning. I love rotting flesh. I love blood. I love guts. To an extent. I love the, the eating noises that zombies make when they're sucking on intestines. Yeah, I should say I like zombies and I like slasher movies. If you try to recommend me that's like just straight up gore for the sake of gore, shut up. I don't like that. I don't care what for that. that even be? What is that? Oh, There's oh, that would probably be like horror movies that are just gore for the sake of gore. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I need a little guy in a little mask stabbing people or the dead need to be rising. It made me think of that French cannibal movie or whatever, like Raw or whatever, where she's like a vegan and then she eats raw meat. And I think she eats a person at some point. I don't know. I think it's French. It's like I don't know. That, that feels movies. like gore for the sake of gore. That is just That's gore. Horrible. Okay, I don't know. And it's like, why? Yeah, I don't know why you would do that. I'm like, I li- I think I, I like horror. I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's some stuff I'm not gonna watch ever in my life. Like I don't want to watch that. Human Centipede ever. Yeah, we've discussed that. I don't want to watch Saw. I might. I, I'm more open to watching Saw, but I don't want to. I'm not gonna watch it by myself without. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to like get through the first one. Although I remember, I don't that think that's still going on. Gary. Um, on Tumblr <laughs> recently, <laughs> there's been a okay. Saw Renaissance in the same vein as the Tw- Twilight Renaissance, but it's like, oh, <laughs> it's like literally, like I want those two little guys in the room to kiss. <laughs> like it's not about <laughs> it's like fanfic about like Jigsaw X, the guy who got chained up, you know. So like, I'll just learn about it through that. That's how I learned about Supernatural, which I don't know a ton about, but I know I know more than I should about it. I know nothing, and I'm happy about it. Um, listen, this would be the rest of the call. I can just show you all the, the supernatural information I know. <laughs> Catherine Newton was in it. That was Millie in the last movie. <laughs> she was my medic. She's your medic. She's going to save you. My medic? Why, that's Kathy and Jamie from <laughs> Cinderella, the movie we all know and love. Oh, yeah. He's another we'll section, but Cinderella. Mostly Cinderella, though. Oh, also, you know what I wanted to ask you? How much money do you think Night of the Living Dead made in 1968 money? Because I sold you, they spent $114,000 Don't Google it. I saw your eyes move. I had it down. It was like, uh, it was like a lot. I'm going to pretend like I don't know it. Oh, you remember it? <laughs> I think I do. What was it? It was like 30 million, right? Yeah. Did you see how or much that, that was in today's money? In real money? What is that? Uh, it was like 200 million, right? $233.6 million. That's a lot. Off of today's money budget of $847,400. That is, that is a lot of money and I respect it. Oh, also, we didn't even talk about the sequels. A lot. There's also Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Living Dead and Day of the Dead, I think, or Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Living Dead. I don't know. I've never seen either of them, but oh, I really like the poster for Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> That's what I have to say about it. Okay, now so we can Dawn look. of the Dead? I think it was Dawn of the Dead or Dawn okay. of the Dead. One of those two. Oh, there's Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. That's the two. Um, I liked the poster for Dawn of the Dead, if I remember it. Oh, it's cool. That's what I have to say yeah. about that movie. I haven't seen it. I feel like I should as a zombie enjoyer. Yeah, you would probably like it. I'm assuming. I don't know. Yeah, and they did make a remake, but I don't want I don't want to see that. I don't care. Let's well, been in Germany. So if you go to Germany, don't watch it. You can't. Committing committing German crimes. Exactly. 
Uh, I think you can watch Snow White in Italy now. I think they'll let you. Oh, good. Uh, so to recap, we gave it a 7.5, 8 out of 10 in that range. You liked and it. This is the final episode of Screamers until next year. Uh, I've been Cemetery. And I've been Rebuka. Uh, and follow us on, at Screeners Pod on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Screenerspod at gmail.com. Yeah, if you have any suggestions really for themes, you have any suggestions for themes, suggestions for movies, um, for any questions for why we chose our college majors. Here, or why we chose some of the movies we chose, because I'm pretty sure out of all the movies we picked, um, people have seen two of them. So most, yeah. I get, it gets <laughs> we, picked, we picked movies that people have seen for next month, we promise. But yeah, if, if you we did it, that's too bad. Like that, DM us on the Twitter, the TikTok, the Instagram at ScreenersPod. Email us, ScreenersPod at gmail.com. Um, and stay safe out Do there. Do not ask me about meiosis. That's all I have to say. Ask us about mitosis. Not meiosis. Exactly. We're mitosis fans. Yeah, the mitosis girl is going crazy. All the, <laughs> the bio majors from my education class going nuts right now. <laughs> all right. Bye. Love you. Stay safe. <laughs>